another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. And uh, today I have a pretty good show for you today. Um, we're going to just do another All Hot Topics episode, because um, a lot of shit went down this week, so I feel like I want to take some time to discuss some of the stuff that went on. Um, also, next week I have a really special episode. I'm really excited to um, to give that episode to y'all. So today I wanted to just kind of keep it light. So what have I been doing this week? Y'all, this week has been crazy. First, I feel like, um, you know, I've been super busy. And this weekend, me and the child, you know, we started um, his driving escapades, you know, due to COVID. Um, it's really kind of just changed a lot of the things that we were supposed to be doing for the year and especially things like, you know, for him. And so um, he was supposed to be taking, uh, you know, driver's ed and getting his license and things like that. And so we had to change stuff around because there's no more um, driver's ed right now. And even with like his license test, which I'm I'm not going to say it's a negative. Uh, they um, remove where you have to take the driving test. So you just take the um, the written test and the road signs test. But the levels of how um, is so difficult to get in um, right now to like the DMV and things like that due to, um, capacity, uh, laws here and things like that, that they have in place, um, due to COVID. So right now, um, you know, Mika is driver's ed. And so we started our first day of driver's ed over the weekend and, um, you know, he didn't do too bad, but you know, it was one moment where I thought he was going to throw my ass out of the car. So, um, you know, it's been cool. And, you know, I hate that, you know, things are just so kind of crazy right now with like the changes because I mean, um, it's just made things more difficult just in general and just, you know, just random changes, but we're kind of rolling with it and we kind of spent a lot of time in the car while, um, you know, I was kind of teaching them how to drive and letting them practice and things like that. We went to this like random, uh, you know, empty lot. And so we just drove and drove in circles y'all for, you know, a very long time. And, um, but it was cool and we had conversation and things like that. And so, um, you know, I just feel like for me, I try to find some kind of level of thankfulness in, in anything, you know, with what we have going on. And I, and I was telling um, my partner, I'm like, you know, sometimes I think people don't, don't think about the fact that if it's been hard for us as adults, imagine what it's like for teenagers and kids and like they haven't you know he has barely been at the house I mean he goes to work and he comes right back and so that's his only level of like social life he hasn't seen any of his friends pretty much you know because schools was you know cut off um midway through their year and you know we still aren't really comfortable with like hanging out and all that stuff um because we are still very much um doing the you know, trying to do the right thing and just trying to keep to ourselves because in the state that we live in, um, we still have not hit a, a plateau or anything like that. And we still have new cases that's continuously going up, um, every day here. So we're trying to stay, you know, as safe as possible. And so we're still kind of cool in it, but, um, but yeah, so that, that pretty much, um, was my week. I mean, I'm just trying to just, you know, um, figure things out as it goes. And I think we're still trying to figure things out. And so, yeah, so now, you know, going forward, you know, pretty much we're going to sprinkle in driving, uh, you know, on the weekends and, you know, sometimes during the week, um, when we get a moment to go out there and and get some practice in, because this is kind of like the new normal right now and everything is just crazy still. So, um, that was pretty much my week and what I had going on. Uh, yeah. And I told you that next week I have, um, 
episode that I'm really looking forward to that I want to share with you. And so just definitely keep an eye out for that. And uh, let's just jump into the show. So let's move on to Motivational Monday. All right. So Motivational Monday, I have a tweet. I need to find it here. And okay. So the tweet is, when I thought I couldn't go on, I forced myself to keep going. My success is based on persistence, not luck. Uh, I like that tweet. And the thing is, I've been telling people when you have any, I, this week I had so many conversations about this and I feel like that, um, you know, if there's anything that you want to accomplish or things that you're trying to do or goals that you're still trying to reach, you know, just believe in yourself, keep pushing yourself. And even when times that you feel like that, you know, you're tired or things like that, just keep going. And, uh, you know, I think that you'll, I think with anything, hard work and just persistence, you'll see what it is that, you, that you're trying to succeed at or trying to gain. All right. So let's go on to black excellence. So my black excellence this week, I thought this was really cool because I actually, I think I just talked about her maybe last episode or the weekend before last. I'm not sure. Um, but, um, so I read the book, um, The Vanishing Half. I finished that this month. Well, last month I read it, um, by Britt Bennett. And I was telling you guys how, um, that was one of my, um, it was on my list of just, I try to read a few LGBTQ, um, IA books during, you know, pride month, especially. Uh, so that was one of the ones that I read and it was, it was a new release. And so I picked it up. And so right now, um, The Vanishing Half is on top of the New York times bestseller, but, uh, I came across an article about the fact that, uh, Britt Bennett, the author, she, um, actually sold her book to, um, HBO for around, they said low seven figures for the book. And she'll also be the executive producer of, um, the limited series of the Vanish and Half. So I thought that was really cool. I definitely want to see, um, more, uh, well, I think it's been pretty cool to see more books turn into shows and the success in that, you know, i.e. Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. That was a good transition from the book to a show. I thought the show actually was better than the book, but I actually really loved the book too. So I think it's going to be cool to see how this book plays out on the screen. But I also feel like, you know, um, I've been happy just to see more of a push of um, more, you know, black authors and black creatives and, uh, things like that get more of more recognition and more opportunity to, um, put out their stories. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited about this. So Britt Bennett is my black excellence for the week. All right. So let's just jump into some hot topics. Let's get into it. So first I'm going to just start with some positive stuff before I get into the mess. Cause I'm about to give you some mess today. So we're going to just go into some of the positive stuff. So I don't know if I ever talked about, uh, Tabitha Brown on here before. I'm not really sure. Um, I love watching her. She's funny. Um, and it's just, I think it's good when you can see, um, just some positivity because social media can just be some shit. Sometimes it's the most toxic place you can ever be. And so, um, I try to follow, all the people that I feel like would give me some bright spots in my day. And so, um, I'm not sure if I talked about her before, but she, um, she's a mom, she's a social media, uh, influencer and she, um, is a vegan influencer. So she does a lot of cooking online. You know, you see her a lot with her family and things like that. And so now she's getting her own show. Um, 
the Ellen Network uh, is going to do a digital collaboration with her. And so they're kind of like in talks with creating her own show. So I thought that was cool. I think she also has some other stuff coming up too and some other con- contracts with other people too. So right now, yeah, she's blowing the fuck up. So, but I'm glad that she is because um, she deserves it and she's really fun. And she makes me feel like sometimes, sometimes that I actually could be a vegan maybe for a, a day or two. I just can't get past... I'm just not there. I'm try. I, I try to be there. You know, we have this vegan, vegan uh, feed tr- food truck that comes here, and so I try to. You know, we go and we go to the vegan food truck, and it's very good. Um, but I don't know if I can keep the same momentum of me doing it at home, you know, and cooking, you know, like that every day. And plus, you got to be really meticulous on how you go shopping and where you go shopping and all that stuff, and making sure you can find the shit that you're looking for. And then making sure all the shit that you get don't have like anything in it so it can really still maintain being a vegan. This shit's hard. So, you know, I commend anybody as a vegan. My best friend, Maddie, that was on here a couple episodes ago, she's a vegan. I think she's been a vegan for, I don't even know. It's been a long time, a few years now, five, six years. It's been a long time. I'm not sure how long, but, um, but she makes it work. I don't know. I don't know if I can or not, but, um, I do try to float, put it in my diet sometimes. And, and I, I tried, I did a vegan cleanse where I, I spent two weeks and I did, I think it was two weeks and I was a vegan for two weeks and it wasn't too, too, too bad. I still kind of ate the same that I do now. Like I obviously I just, you know, modified a lot of stuff like tofu tacos and stuff like that, but I don't know. It was okay. All right. So, um, let's see. My next topic was MSNBC host Joy Reid, um, she's going to become the first black woman to anchor a primetime cable news program. Um, I saw that. I think I follow her as well. Um, and so let's see if the rumors hold true, Reid would be the first black woman to anchor a cable news show during primetime. Matthews vacated his hardball time slot after allegations of sexual harassment. Matthews had had been hosting Harbaugh on the network since 1999 before quitting after accusations of making inappropriate comments. Reed, who currently hosts the MSNBC morning show, AM Joy, has been one of the several other hosts, including Rachel Maddow and Chris Hayes, who has fa- who was filled in temporarily in the coveted time slot. So the rumor is that she might be the one to take over that time slot. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and especially if it happens and I feel like it should happen because we need to see more and we need to see more diversity and we need to see more opportunity. So, um, I think it's a strong possibility that that probably will happen. All right. So I have a few other, um, just now this is just kind of like celebrity news more so, um, well, artist news. So Mahershala Ali, um, he's going to play the boxing legend, Jack Johnson, um, in a limited series on HBO. Uh, if you know me, you know that Mahershala is my favorite. I love him. And so, um, I think anything that he does, he's going to be amazing because he's been amazing at everything that he's done. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. Let me see if they say when it's going to be any, any talk of when, when this is supposed to come. They don't have anything right now. And to be completely honest, like, I don't even think that, um, I don't, I don't even think right now that we're going to have anything new for a minute because Hollywood right now is completely just kind of shut down. I was listening to this one podcast and they were talking about that, um, 
that like some of the uh god i can't even think what i'm about to say the um i can't think the 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 thing that i'm trying to say but it was like the people that um god the uh the talent agencies i don't know why i threw a blank there the talent agencies like they're completely shut down until like 2021 so it's kind of crazy so it's like right now literally hollywood is like at a standstill so even though like they're announcing all this cool stuff, like I don't know if anybody's gonna start shooting or developing anything, um, probably for a minute. So, uh, but it's still exciting to see. I can't wait to see it, and so um, I'm looking forward to that. Another thing that I thought was pretty cool that I saw um, and positive was that the uh, the rapper Twenty One Savage he's launching a free online financial literacy program for teens um, during COVID, and I thought this was cool because. Um, a lot of times when you, especially, you know, and I, you know, we have a teenager in our house, so I know how this works, but you know, a lot of times, uh, we can say something and we could be completely on point and, you know, we might have the more, the mo more unpopular opinion, but you know, they're influenced by people that influence them. And, you know, a lot of kids listen to rap and, you know, follow celebrities and things like that. And so I think it's cool to kind of use your platform to, um, possibly, you know, affect children because those are the ones that really listen, you know, obviously adults listen to rap, but the main, um, audience are teenagers now younger adults. And so, um, I think using your platform for something positive is always, uh, you know, a good thing. Uh, also I feel like too, that, um, a lot of times, you know, especially depending on what kind of household you come from, whether it's low income or things like that, where you might not be having um, these type of conversations with your parents or things like that, just depending on like what kind of environment you're in. Um, you know, kids don't really talk about, uh, kids don't always get literacy, um, you know, conversations and understanding that stuff. And so um, we do have that in our household, you know, where we talk about um, things like that, but just having an opportunity to uh, have a free program where you can learn, you know, um, about money and just all of that. I think that's, I think that's good because a lot of times these kids don't understand money. They don't, they don't get it. You know, they see these rappers and, um, athletes and things like that. That's driving the flashy cars and throwing their money around. And so they think it's cool. And so they don't really understand like, you know, having a, having a bank account, having savings, you know, having investments and things like that, you know? Um, so I think it's cool. Um, I was, I was happy to see that. All right. So Last weekend, I forgot to mention it last week that I was planning on watching the BET Awards. Well, at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch them because they were going to be virtual this year. And I was like, I just felt like it was going to be really weird. And then I thought it was going to be like where people were just going to be recording live, like from their, from like their house or something like that. So I really wasn't like pressed to watch them. So then I was like, well, let me just watch them. So then I turned to watch them and I will say, and this may sound crazy, but I thought that this year, um, awards were the best BET awards I've seen like in a very long time. I thought whoever put this together to set up all this virtual stuff and do like, you know, the performances and all of that, they did a phenomenal job. And it was, um, the level of blackness was just completely dope. And it wasn't even just like, it's always a level of blackness where you kind of like, Oh, you know, we're coming to celebration, but I felt like people more so this year was really coming together. Like, no, we have a fucking message. We're tired of shit. We're going to use our platform to show you, you know, that 
we see this shit, we don't agree with this shit, and we want some change. And so I feel like the whole entire show was pretty much a unified front of just like, yo, black people out here getting killed. It's still happening. It's still constant, you know, and and we and we're tired of it. And um, every performance was was amazing to me, you know, whether you were you know, wanting to say something in regards to the environmental climate that's going on, or, you know, you just want to just do your own thing. Um, I thought the production level was amazing. So I don't, I don't know who put this together and who, um, thought all of this up for the BET awards, but they did an amazing fucking job for that to be a virtual show. I loved it. I thought it was also interesting that they played the BET awards on CBS too. So I thought that was kind of interesting, but yeah, this, this year's BET awards was amazing. I thought Meg Thee Stallion did great. Um, I think my if I had a, my favorites, um, John Legend is always John Legend. He's always going to give you, he's solid. Um, I thought Roddy Rich performance was good. The baby performance was good. But my favorites was Kiki Sheard um, and, and Karen Clark Sheard. And um, yeah, and Meg Thee Stallion. And I like uh, Chloe Halley too. So, um, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed the whole entire show. Um I'm trying to think of anything else that I'm leaving out here. No, I don't think so. Okay. So it was, I only have two topics left that I want to talk about. So last night, um, yesterday sometime I'm laying around and, uh, Kanye come out and he say that he's going to run for president. And I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. And, uh, this is probably going to be one of my unpopular opinions on here, you know, uh, I used to be a huge Kanye fan, like, you know, Graduation is my favorite album, but College Dropout, Late Registration, you know, all of them, like, especially, you know, old Kanye, young Kanye, loved him, right? So every time Kanye was on anything, like, I was eating that shit up, you know, because he was one of my favorite artists. I still, to this day, do believe that I think that Kanye really is a musical genius, and he do have some genius in him, like, really. And I think sometimes I say the same thing about Lauren Hill, like when you are to that level of how their brains work and the level of genius, like it can take something, it, 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 even though like his mom passing wasn't small, but it can take something to make you break and like, you know, where your, your, your waves can be off. And so obviously we see that with, you know, Kanye, like, you know, um, uh, you know, he has bipolar and depression and all the, all those things. And I'm just be real with you. Like I, the last couple of years, like I've stopped rocking with Kanye. Like he's been to me, like just a fucking disappointment. Um, I think that he's a clown and I think, you know, him announcing that he was just running for president. It's just like, I'm just so tired of seeing him just do some of the stupid shit that he do. Like I'm, I won't change, you know what I'm saying? in 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 the world, but I want like real fucking change. You know what I'm saying? Where, um, you know, we get back on track just in general, like the, the climate, the culture, everything. And, um, you know, change is something that's not going to happen overnight, but obviously like I want change to happen in the white house. Like I want people to go out and vote. And even though like, I was reading online and I was looking at all the people that was kind of giving their opinions and they were saying that they feel like, you know, Kanye's a sellout and he's trying to like basically have the vote split off another way to where like, 
you know, people would go from voting for Biden and vote for Kanye in order to take votes, like split them up to where Trump was still sliding and win because now the, the votes are all split up. I think that's just doing a little bit too much thinking because I think like it's only, it's like we're almost at November and he just randomly said that he's running. He would have to have like, I think like 30 million votes or some something crazy, like to even be of any level of relevance. And I don't really think that that's even going to happen. So I think that he's just like having one of his like episodes and just being Kanye right now. Cause I don't, I don't really think that this is like a legitimate thing that can really even happen. And so, um, I just found it to be weird that like, you know, you got Kim Kardashian, like all these people like, you know, showing their support. And I'm like, what, like, what are we doing right now? And I don't, and I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if it's all that deep the way everybody is saying, like, you know, as far as like, he's trying to do this and split the vote. Like, do I think Kanye is somewhat of a seller? I do. I I really do. Um, that, you know, that MAGA shit and all that stuff and all that is, what are you doing? So, you know. But I don't know if he's doing, I don't know if it's, if it's really that deep. I think sometimes Kanye just try to just prove a point. And I think he just try to just, you know, basically I feel like even with his like, you know, support of Trump and all that, I think he felt like that the point that he was trying to prove was that he doesn't fit into anybody, you know, agenda and things like that. And so, which is true. And he has the right to um, support anybody that he wants, which all of us do. You know, I think everybody has the right to rock with who you want to, you know, rock with. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. Kanye to me, like he's just been like a disappointment. Like I didn't listen to his gospel album. I haven't listened to any of his shit, like in a very long time. And I just kind of feel like, you know, I didn't like when he was doing the gospel stuff. And then like, he would go like on these, like, you know, random pop-ups at, um, you know, um, like HBCUs and stuff like that. And I do believe that music, especially gospel music, um, that's like, you know, something that's kind of close to my heart because, you know, it's my, actually my favorite genre, but I just believe that, um, when you're opening up your spirits and worship and, you know, um, and you're praising to God or whatever, like, I don't think that in the next moment you should be talking about, um, Trump or talking about, um, no other, like nothing else, because you're in a mo you're in a different moment and, and, you know, um, your spirit is opening for, you know, for God. And so I just found it to be kind of like weird when I would see him like doing his Sunday service and then he'd start going to this rant about something else. And I think some of the stuff that he was going on rants about was kind of like his opinion, but I don't think that you're, you should push your narrative and your opinion off of other people. And I don't think it, I don't think that in the middle of, um, you know, Sunday service, you should be doing that. I just didn't like it. I don't know. I, I don't know if that makes sense when I'm saying, but I personally really didn't like it. And so that really even more made me be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not with that. So, um, I don't know. I think in a couple of weeks, we'll see him on something else. Cause I don't really, I don't think at this point in the game, I think we're like a hundred and something days away from election. So I, I don't really get what he's doing and every, it's just, I don't know. It just seems like he always just need like attention or something. I don't really know. I don't know.
So my last thing I want to talk about today was what everybody's talking about. And that's the August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith uh, situation. All right. So this is going to be another probably unpopular opinion that I'm about to give y'all, but this is my opinion. So let me just give the backstory of what's going on. So a couple of years ago, this is not new. We've heard about this a couple of years ago that it was rumors that, you know, um, Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, ha- had an affair with August Alcina. So right now he's promoting his new CD that just came out and he sat down with an interview with, um, Angela Yee. So he sits down and he's like, um, it, it was a whole, it was a whole interview, uh, interesting interview to say the least. And, but the main thing that people pulled out of the interview was the fact that he's saying that he was given, he sat down with Will, Will gave his blessings and permission for him to pursue a sexual relationship with Jada Pickett Smith. Um, of course, you know, after he says that, uh, Jada and Will come out and deny the allegations stating that that was completely, um, you know, untrue. I will say that when I watched the interview, like I did feel like that, um, there is some brokenness there. There is some, you can definitely see that August Alcina have been definitely dealing with some shit. Um, I don't really know what really to, 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 to think per se about it. I mean, but when I will say like, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if it was true. Um, I don't know if I really have a problem if it was true. And I'm going to say why. I think that sometimes we live in this world where, you know, everybody feels that you have to be monogamous, right? Like they feel like monogamy is just like the blueprint of everything. And I think monogamy is based on your relationship. So obviously like I'm monogamous in my relationship mainly because, um, that's what I agree to. That's what both of us agree to, you know, to be faithful and we agree to be with each other and that's it. But I don't see anything wrong if somebody agreed to be in an open relationship. This is your, so Jada and Will have their marriage and hypothetically say, and I'm not saying, obviously we don't know. We don't know anything about any of these people, right? So this is just me just talking, but just hypothetically say that they are in an open relationship. Well, Jada Pickett Smith sat down with Will, had a conversation about the fact that she wanted to have a sexual relationship with Augustina. Augustina obviously said that Will gave his permission. Okay, so we have three consenting adults to say that they that they are fine with this situation, right? Here's the thing. Where I think that sometimes open relationships and shit like that go wrong is situations like this when there's somebody in it that don't understand the complexities of what you have going on. Me personally, I feel like if I was in an open relationship and I was, you know, having sex with somebody or involved with somebody on a side or something like that, like I wouldn't allow myself to catch feelings for them because, you know, okay, let me go back. If I was the person that was the third wheel in somebody's marriage, I wouldn't allow myself to go that far with that person as far as like, um, how deep I get in it because I already know that, you know, they're married and they're not going to leave their husband, nor that wasn't even going to be an expectation for them to leave their husband for me. So it's like, I felt like when I watched it, I felt bad for August. I mean, he, I don't know if he's lying or telling the truth. He could be probably telling the truth. He seemed like he's telling the truth. This is not the first time I heard this, but I think it's kind of like, 
I'm so I don't know. Like I just feel like I'm, I I feel bad that your feelings got hurt, but at the same time, I I'm like I feel like you should be smarter when it comes to something like that. Like if I was in a sexual situation with somebody, like I I'm able to just keep it at a sexual situation because that's what it is. It's just like it's just like equivalent to people that like creep with married people, right? And and say that married person is not in an open relationship. Like I'm not saying it's right for you to be like obviously like the married person shouldn't be shouldn't be cheating with you or whatever the case. But like I never understand when the side chick feel like that they should be the main person or their feelings are hurt and everything else because you kind of made the decision as an adult to get involved with this person. So I don't know if that makes sense or not. And it's probably the unpopular opinion because I've been seeing so much stuff like, you know, she's older than him. She took advantage of him and all of that. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I would say that somebody took advantage of somebody. I think that um, if say the situation was what he said, and he said this in his interview out of his mouth that, you know, will gave permission, whatever, they had a conversation about it. You, well, you knew, you knew this woman was married and you knew that she wasn't going to leave her husband and you as an adult made the decision to go into a relationship. And so, well, a sexual relationship and then to say that you gave your all and your whole, you know, soul and all that. Well, why did you give all of that to somebody that wasn't going to give you that back to you? It's only so much she was going to give to him because she's married with children and a family and she seems very much, you know, invested in that. So it was only so much that she was going to give to him. Right. So I just kind of feel like sometimes people set themselves up for disappointment. And, um, and I think that everybody's not able to be in sexual relationships in that way. And that's the truth. You know, some people can't just have sex and, and keep it at that. And, um, and I think this might be a situation to where, you know, maybe Will and Jada was on the same page and maybe August wasn't. And also he was young too. And I, I don't know. And I don't know if the, you know, if the shit is true or not. Um, it was all interesting though. And, uh, people are still talking about it, but, uh, Jada did go out and tweet and say that, um, this is not verbatim because it's off the top of my head, but she said something like, um, there's some healing that uh that needs to be addressed and she said that she's taking herself to the red table talk so if jada bring if jada bring herself to the red table talk um that's gonna be interesting i don't know i don't know but to be honest with you like i i don't think it's not i, I don't i don't think it's untrue because i and i don't i don't judge it either i just don't i just think that everybody relationship is different and um, what you do in your own relationship is what you do. I kind of feel like, you know, I don't really think that Will and Jada are that dumb to not do like an NDA or something. So I think that, that August is out here just, you know, talking and I don't, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I, if it was me, like I wouldn't have said shit. Like I wouldn't have said anything ever just because like, I think that, um, what you do inside of your bedroom with whoever, it's kind of like, you know, a private thing. So I don't know if I would have said anything. I don't know. So, um, it's all interesting, but I just think that, you know, people, um, I think it's interesting too, that the way people jump on women, like, and it's just been like, you know, Oh, Jada took advantage of him. She did all this shit. But like, 
if this was reversed and this was a man and this was a woman coming out. So if this was a woman coming out against Will Smith, um, and saying that Jada gave permission and all this stuff, like, I don't think nobody would really care. I really don't. And I think the standard of how we, the, like the level of where you like, um, like how we hold men and women in different regards. Um, it's just interesting to say the least, you know, in my opinion. And so I don't really know. Um, I don't really know if they're really going to address it any further, but you know, Jada did say that, uh, she, you know, this needs that she's going to take herself to the red table. And so we'll see, we'll see. And so, um, yeah, so that's all I have for you today. I want you guys to share your opinion with me in regards to some of these hot topics I talked about today and tell me, um, what you think. And, uh, we can, we can continue talking about it on, on, uh, social media, but, um, yeah, I was excited to, you know, go over some of this stuff today and just have a light episode. Looking forward to my episode for next week. I'm going to announce that, um, sometime this week on, on, uh, probably Instagram, but, um, all right. So you know where to find me, uh, on Twitter, uh, you can find me at IJMT podcast on Instagram. You can find me at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. If you ever want to email me, my email is IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Um, I thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. Um, we were just added to iHeartRadio, so that's pretty cool. So that's another avenue where you can find it. But you know, you can find me on Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, pretty much everywhere now. So, um, you know, definitely continue to follow, um, subscribe, leave feedback too. If you enjoyed the show or something like that, you know, leave feedback, let me know. And you can always find me on my social medias too. So I'm always around. Um, But like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.